And it's time now for our weekly community conversations program. This is the program where we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here to host the program, let's welcome the executive director of Radio Talking Book, Jane Nielsen. Hi, Jane. Hi, Ryan. Thank you. When are you going to start introducing me as a lame duck? Quack, quack. (laughs) I've only got about 10 days or so left to work. So for you listeners out there, I'm going to miss all of you. Um, But anyway, to today's topic, Uh, this is the Community Conversation, and we're in our listeners' homes and living rooms. And my guest today, I heard uh, Tara speak about a month ago at another event, and I was blown away by all the programs that Goodwill has. Like many of you out there, I'm sure you know you can take uh, your gently used clothing and and household items and things to Goodwill, and they also do uh, computer stuff. But I did not realize that they had all of these other programs. So I invited Tara Sandal and Amy Golden to come in today to share with you about those programs because, of course, I can't uh, speak as an expert on Goodwill. So I'm going to introduce, uh, Amy's going to start, and she's going to tell us a little bit about Goodwill overall, and then we'll transition to Tara, who will tell, talk about some specific programs. And Amy, if you'd like to just share a little bit about yourself and then talk about Goodwill. Sure. Good afternoon, everyone. My name's Amy Golden. I am the Marketing and Public Relations Director at Goodwill Omaha, um, and I have been in marketing for a couple of decades. Um, <laughs> and I actually started out marketing for software and technology companies. And I've worked at ad agencies and kind of done and did a lot of work with nonprofits there. And so Goodwill Omaha was was really a natural progression for my career. Um, and our, our um, programs are, I think, of interest to a lot of people Everybody knows this is for our thrift stores. They don't necessarily know that those thrift stores help subsidize and fund our programs. On our mission programs, we have four main programs. Um, We have our Youth Build program, which is mostly for um, at-risk youth. A lot of students who had trouble maybe in high school do better in alternative learning situations. Um, And that program helps them get their GED, then puts them on a path to a career in the construction trade industry. And that program is working to diversify in in a few different ways. For instance, we now offer, um, through a grant through Goodwill Industries International, a Facebook certification class online that Mm. the youth build students can opt to take if they want to do that. So that's a great program. Our work experience program works with youth in high schools ages 16 to 21. These are youth with disabilities who are transitioning out of high school and we they come work for good work at Goodwill in our environment. They learn anything from accepting donations to hanging clothing. They might work in our administration office building, um, doing some custodial work, or there's just a wide variety of things that we, we try to teach them to prepare them. Um, and then our employment solutions program, that is open to anyone in the community, um, Disability, no disability, it doesn't matter. If you need help finding a job, building a resume, getting some soft skills training, 
We do CNA, Certified um, Nurses Assistant Training, through that program. And so that's a great program, too. And Tara will talk a little bit more about that as it relates to specifically to people with blindness and visual impairedness or disabilities. And then our Ability One program, which Tara is our director of contracts for that program. And it's a wonderful program that I'm going to let her tell about because she, could, she can do it better than I can. <laughs> That's why we hire good people, That's right? right. <laughs> exactly. Well, wonderful. Well, Tara, thank you so much for coming in because I, you're, you were the one that gave that program, and it was so interesting, and I learned so much, and I wanted to share that with our listeners. So take it away. Yeah, thank you, Jane. Um, I'm really happy to be here and be able to share uh, words about our program and how we can help the community in, in a different variety of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been with Goodwill about two years now, and I am actually originally from New York, so mm. I am a transplant to the area. I've been here about five years now, and I love it. And I wouldn't ask for any other place to live. Um, but the Ability One program has actually been around for a very long time. It's a federal program that um, has been around since the 1940s, and it actually was established to um, employ individuals that were visually impaired or blind um, to provide products to the federal government. Now, this program has evolved over time, and it's become more inclusive to provide job opportunities for anybody with a disability. Mm. Um, so uh, we have we are uh, Ability One provider in our, our community, and we have a couple different contracts with the government to provide services. We um, provide services uh, to both off at Air Force Base and a couple federal buildings, the Zerinsky Federal Building in downtown Omaha and then the Denny Federal Building in downtown Lincoln. So under all those operations, we employ um, about 125 individuals, and 75% of those hours are worked by people with disabilities. So that's a federal regulation that we have to have the whole time that we operate. And I'm very happy to say that our last reporting, we are at 86% Mm. for individuals with disabilities worked on these contracts. That is excellent. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, What type of work do they do at these uh, places at Offit and the federal buildings? Uh, so most of our contracts are custodial-based. Oh, okay. So we provide all custodial services to these sites, and then we also have a contract that provides postal services. Mm. So that is postal services through um, Offit Air Force Base, and we run the mail room at the dorms. So for the young airmen getting packages, oh. we run that. And then we also run what's called official mail. So that's federal mail going in between agencies um, anywhere from um, non-secret uh, all the way up to top secret mail wow. is what we deal with. Wow. So it's uh, very important that our employees are trained and they know what they're doing, um, especially when it comes to the official mail business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Do some of those folks then end up in the postal service? So, <clears throat> excuse me. Or at least have that opportunity? They do, yes. So, um, a big part of the Ability One program, it's meant to. We really cater to what, whatever the, our employee wants, whether it's they, they want to learn specific skills that will help them transition into other employment in the community, mm-hmm. or if they want to learn skills to move up in our uh, program, or 
you know, everybody um, just maybe sometimes people just want a job, mm-hmm. and that's and that's all. So um, we really specialize and we cater um, to whatever our employees need because everybody's situation is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do promote if people want upward progression, we do work with that. Mm-hmm. Do you provide transportation for folks? Yes. So a big part of the Ability One program is um, obviously you have to qualify. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that's very general. Um, anybody that has a disability, as long as it's documented, for the most part, we can we can uh, accept them into our program. Mm-hmm. With that, obviously comes limitations. Um, but then on the other side comes a lot of accommodations. Mm-hmm. So a big uh, accommodation we do offer is transportation. A lot of our employees struggle with that. Mm-hmm. So we do have a pickup and drop off location for off at Air Force Base. And then our federal buildings, they are actually on a bus line. Mm-hmm. So it's fantastic that oh, they yeah. can use public transportation. And if they don't know how to use that, then we teach them how mm-hmm. to use that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. very good. Very good. Yeah. That's what I've heard all the years I've worked here is that that's the, the biggest drawback mm-hmm. is transportation for the blind and visually impaired and the disabled population. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, I would say that's probably the number one accommodation that mm-hmm. people think of and, mm-hmm. and people ask about. But there are also other accommodations that people don't necessarily think about. Um, a lot of times um, we have employees with a physical disability. Mm-hmm. So maybe that hinders them from bending over. So in that case, maybe we get a mop bucket that sits higher mm. or we get a mop or a broomstick that's longer mm. that helps employees be successful at their at their job mm-hmm. and the duties mm-hmm. that they have. So it, it can be very minimal. Um and that people don't even realize that that's a, an accommodation. Right. I would say that's probably the other surprising thing I learned was the fact that uh, businesses don't realize how easy it is to adapt something to someone so they can work. Yes. And um, we'd just all be a lot better off if, if that was more available or even just the knowledge was out there. Yes. And that really leads into a lot of Goodwill's efforts for DE&I. Um, we, uh, a lot of times the population of people with disabilities is forgotten mm-hmm. with, with that. And at Goodwill, we really want to make that known to not only people that come to work for us, that it's important for us to have that in our staff, but also out in the community. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as Goodwill's efforts through Employment Solutions Program, we have a dedicated staff member that works with people with disabilities for job placements. So um, this is a fairly new program to to mm-hmm. us. Um, she has been with us about six months now, um, and it's it's great that we have dedicated staff to be able to do that. So not only can they come in and learn job skills and resume building um, and get certifications, but there's also the job placement of the individual. And our our staff member that works uh, with this population will actually do job coaching as well. So mm-hmm. um, it goes above and beyond just the job placement. And we stress on follow-up with um, these individuals just because um, it's important um, to, to have that follow-up and make sure that placement is successful. Mm-hmm. So um, we try to stress not only to employees within Goodwill, but also the community and employers and saying, hey, this is a population that you want to include in your DE&I efforts and make sure they have a place at the table to be able to find jobs. Mm-hmm. What is that acronym? Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm... I'm 
all kinds of acronyms in my head. And I'm going, okay, what one is that? I'm, I was thinking maybe it was specific to Goodwill or specific to one of your programs. I know. And well, and when you work with the federal government, it's a lot of acronyms. Yes. I just throw out letters all day long, and my coworkers are like, okay, Tara, what are you talking about yeah, this yeah, time? Yeah. And I'm like, well, oh, it's this and that. I'm sorry I had to ask, but like no I worries. said, I was thinking around a narrower road than, than that general um, acronym. Yeah. So how about, how did uh, the pandemic affect you and your programs and and the things that you provide mm-hmm. for um, all four of these programs? Yeah, so as an organization, we did see a dip in the individuals we served overall mm-hmm. um, because a lot of what we do is in person and a lot of people stayed home. Mm-hmm. And we are just recently seeing uh, an influx again of people that we can serve across all of our programs. Mm-hmm. With specifically Ability One, um, we saw um, not a huge change because it's the federal government. A lot of their operations um, did not change for us because we are considered essential personnel. So um, everybody throughout the pandemic um, stayed employed. Um, we did work with a skeleton crew for a couple weeks, but um, everybody was able to come back last year that wanted to come back. Oh, that's so, good. And, you know, about a year later now, we're really starting to see kind of back to normal operations um, as an organization. Mm-hmm. I've heard and seen things uh, and read things that because so many people were staying home, that your items for the thrift stores did really pick up. And is that true? Was there a huge... Yes. Like you could imagine, if you're staying at home all day long, (laughs) you want to start to get rid of your stuff. Um, And I can attest to that because I was one of the team members that went around to pick up (laughs) items that were donated at the stores. So, yeah. So it really did happen then with... Yeah, it did. But but it's great because that oh, is yeah. a, it's part of our mission. Mm-hmm. And the more you donate items, the the more we can sell. And that is more funds to be able to have these programs available to the public. So we appreciate every single piece that is donated to mm-hmm. us. And on the flip side, people can go there and shop. Oh, yes. And I know people from all walks of life that shop at Good, Goodwill. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to go for, you know, some... Oh, I don't know, sometimes name brand things or jeans or uh, all of my kids and grandkids shop at Goodwill. <laughs> they love it. They, people like thrift shopping. Yes. I don't like to shop, period. But um, <laughs> my husband has gone there and, and bought shirts and pants, and so does my, my son that works at Outlook. So, yeah, that's the other side of it. It's wonderful because it provides that shopping experience and ability for people that may not be able to shop somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And what's what's great this year is there is such um, a desire for our CEO to say that we are giving back to not only the community, but our mission programs. Mm-hmm. So through all the, our donations, we can say this year that we have put more than a million dollars towards our mission programs to be able to fund these these programs for people um, in any walk of life, if they need anything, mm-hmm. um, our door is open for that. Now, is that the metro area, Tara? Yes. So we, uh, um, our territory is southwest Iowa and northeast Nebraska. So we have, uh, we do have a store located in Council Bluffs, mm-hmm. um, but obviously it's more than just Council Bluffs in that area. Mm-hmm. And then we have stores along the perimeter of the metro area, Blair, Fremont, um, all the way down to Bellevue and Papillion. Mm-hmm. Cool. And we have listeners across the 
uh, river as well. Yes. There's an Iowa service, and but there's sometimes just some issues. So we've got people that listen from Iowa too. So that's good to know that yeah. there's stores over there as well. Anything else about those four programs, Tara, that you want to talk about? I think I, I covered it all, hopefully. Okay. Um, <laughs> are there any new programs or services or upcoming events that you'd like to talk about? Anything around the holidays? So um, one program, actually, that we're doing right now is called Merry Thriftmas. Um, and I think Amy can kind of speak to this a little bit more than myself, but um, it is coming up on the holidays, and um, it's a great program that we do have. That's a very cute name. <laughs> it is, and it's a really fun program. Um, in 2019, we had a Girl Scout approach us, and she wanted to... She needed to do a community project for her Girl Scout Gold Award. And her idea was to decorate our display windows at one of the stores. The store she always went to is in South Papillion, so that was the one she chose. In the style of, like, the old downtown store windows, how they were done at the holidays. Mm -hmm. And she did a beautiful job on them. Um, And, you know, they were covered on the on the news and everything and then the last year we thought well with covid and everything we didn't want to you know add a lot of people in the stores and that type of thing so we weren't going to do it but she went and got a grant and yes to wow. fund it and again we just did the south papillion store um this year we expanded it quite a bit and opened it up and asked local nonprofits if they would be interested in decorating the display windows at the stores that have them. And so the Collective for Youth is doing the windows here in Omaha and um, Bellevue, South Papillion, Papillion, that, and Gretna. And then the Blair YMCA is doing the windows at the Blair store. And in Fremont, it's the Fremont Family Coalition. Well, that's, that's awesome. There, yeah. there again, you've got the partnership. And we know through all everything that we do how important those partnerships are. Yes. And in Council Bluffs, our um, sponsor for that is the Iowa School for the Blind. Oh, very cool. Yes. Very so, cool. So we have those partnerships. And then along with the window decorations, our stores are running a rounded up program. So mm-hmm. when you shop in the stores, you can round up to the next dollar, and that money goes to the nonprofits mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. have decorated the windows. So it's a really neat program. Um, it's, it's, it's got a lot of moving parts, and I think it's fun for the community. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you briefly, when I took some electronics to the Byte store, um, and then looked at their laptops because I want a laptop. Uh, I was standing there waiting in line, and in a display case was a pair of shiny golf shoes. And my son that works at Outlook is a golfer, and he's also kind of a crazy dresser. And so I had him bring them out, and I tried them on because I knew about what sizes was. And they were 10 bucks, and they, they looked kind of brown, like with black tiger stripes or something. I mean, I thought they were really ugly, but I knew he'd love them, and he did. I took them to him, and he goes, oh, wow, you know, I love these. So, you know, you find all kinds of cool stuff there and stuff you're like everywhere else when you shop that you weren't even – you didn't know you needed, but you found them. There's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people would be surprised at how much – how many new items, brand new with tags mm. in the box, people donate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that 
aspect. If you stop in the stores, you never know what you're going to find. You might mm-hmm. find a Christmas gift for somebody that's something mm-hmm. brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you were talking about the Good Bites store, that's our computer store that um, we have a partnership with Dell Electronics that we recycle computers and electronics through that program. And when they when people donate items to it, our techs will go through, test, clean them up, and mm-hmm. if we can refurbish or part them out, they, they sell them. And again, that is money that goes directly, you know, contributes directly to our uh, mission programs. Mm-hmm. Is that also part of a training program? Do you have people that are trained on electronics through Goodwill? Not through Goodwill. Usually our techs come and they have some experience. However, there are, we, as we're diversifying some of our programs, we have talked about the potential, like, we could, if somebody was interested in IT, we could mm-hmm. maybe, you know, have internships or something like mm-hmm. that uh, available for people. So we, it's, we're always thinking about those things mm-hmm. and trying to diversify. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you have contact information if people are interested in any of these programs? Is it just a website, a phone number? Yes, excuse me. The best way to get a hold of us is through email because we are we have contract sites, so we're out and about a lot. Mm-hmm. So the best email to email us if someone is interested in Ability One would be Ability One at GoodwillOmaha.org. dot org. Ability One at at GoodwillOmaha.org. GoodwillOmaha.org. Okay, I always make sure I have it down in case somebody calls and said, you gave a website today and I didn't get it down. Okay. Yeah, and that's a a general email, so it'll hit our whole team's email box. Mm, um, And we've got a great program coordinator, and she's... She's wonderful at, um, you know, talking more about the program in depth and kind mm-hmm. of what it involves and if it's a good fit for an individual, especially if they're looking for employment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what about general information just about the Goodwill stores? Is it just Goodwill.org? GoodwillOmaha.org will take you to general information about our stores, and you'll also find information about our other programs on that site. If you go into that program section, you can. there are forms you can fill out that will go directly to the program team. You can also email us at info at GoodwillOmaha.org, okay. and we're, we'll be happy to point you in the direction of the right program. Okay. Do you have a phone number at all or 800 number or anything? Our main phone number is 402 Okay. Correct. Because I know we have some listeners that don't have internet, and so they like to use the phone. Yeah, and if if you want to use the phone instead, just call and ask for somebody with the program that you're interested Mm -hmm. in. If it's Ability One, you'll probably get Tara or one of the project managers. Okay. And then if it's one of the other programs, you can speak to somebody there. Okay, cool. Well, we have a few minutes, so will each of you talk about something rewarding with your work and then something challenging with your work. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, you know, overseeing multiple contract sites and hundreds of employees is always challenging, especially those that are familiar with day-to-day operations. However, um, it's also the most rewarding part of my job. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our employees would not have jobs without us. And to be able to be that avenue for so many individuals um, is is great. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to retain employees and 
you know, I always, when I talk with the teams, I always say, this is my Goodwill family. And you are family when you walk in the door. Mm-hmm. So um, that is, it's the cha- most challenging and the most rewarding at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it speaks to the amount of tenure we have in, in my department. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of our employees have been with us over 10 years. I was going to ask that. And how about, is there any comparison with uh, individuals in that type of program and the general population with employment? So, uh, you know, I don't know that comparison off the top of my head, but I will say, um, you know, our program, yes, you can qualify for that, but we also have non-Ability One employees in my department, Mm. and we have just as much tenure in those positions as well. And, in fact, we have an individual that works out at the Lincoln site that is going to be retiring after 42 years with us. Oh, my goodness. And he will be leaving us this month, um, which is very sad, but I think after 42 years, he probably does deserves it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that is wonderful to hear. Yeah. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you've got a great home for for people looking for that um, step up. Yeah, and the that's a the big part of the Ability One program. Yes, we are an employer and we provide jobs, but we do try to go the extra mile to make sure people are comfortable because a lot of times our employees this this is the only support they have Mm -hmm. and they don't have anything outside of work. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to provide that to individuals too, Mm -hmm. um, is, is a great thing that, you know, a lot of people don't, don't realize that we do. Right. How about you, Amy? Well, I think, um, everybody has experienced a lot of change in their, their roles and jobs with COVID-19. And that is especially true for marketing and public relations. Mm -hmm. It's, it's changed dramatically. So kind of keeping up with that and keeping, making sure that we're getting our message out as effectively and efficiently as we can. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, a lot of people don't know about our programs and we're really trying to focus on that and lead with that so that people understand when you donate goods to Goodwill, they are helping these programs, helping us provide these programs. Mm -hmm. As far as rewarding, it's every day is rewarding because we work with the participants and have contact with a lot of them and see the dramatic changes in their lives Mm -hmm. that finding a supportive work environment and a job that fits them and fits the employer and bringing those, those aspects together can really it's really beneficial in their lives. Mm-hmm. You make a difference. You we really try. do. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, for sure. How many employees are there of goodwill, like in within the organization here in Omaha? We have about 650, 675 within the entire organization. Okay. That counts our retail stores, our Ability One contract employees, and and all of our admin people. So like almost a fourth of those are the Ability One folks. Yes. Besides the uh, retail department, uh, mm-hmm. the Ability One department's the biggest mm-hmm. in, within the company. Mm-hmm. So we're about 125, um, and I would say about 95 of those qualify for the Ability One program. That's really good. Are you looking for that to grow? You're trying to grow. Can you handle more people yes. in that program? If, if You probably wouldn't believe me, but we are a little understaffed right now. Mm-hmm. So um, we are always, within the, our contracts we currently have, always looking for more individuals. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're always looking for more contracts to be able to employ more people. Right. Sure. So hopefully that is on the horizon for mm-hmm. us. Good, good. Uh, do you want to give out the email and the phone number one more time and then we're just about ready to wrap up okay so the general email will be info at goodwillomaha.org and then our phone number is 
341-4609. And the Ability One? Then specifically Ability One would be Ability One at GoodwillOmaha.org. Okay. Anything we haven't covered that I didn't ask about that you'd like to share? Ryan hasn't given me the high sign yet, so I guess I can keep talking. I've been excited to learn more about Radio Talking Books. I think this is a wonderful organization, and I, I think there's a lot of opportunity for us to, to, to do things, some things together. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the other benefits of this program is we get to bring people in that work with a similar population or just regular people. Anybody could have somebody in their family, in their neighborhood, in their church, wherever, that they know that could use one of your programs or maybe need a radio or whatever. So it's all about that relationship and building awareness. And so that's a benefit for us to have you guys in. So I really appreciate you coming in. Oh, we're so happy to be here, and thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Amy, and thank you, Tara, too. And we'll now turn it back over to Ryan. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.